Welcome to Between the Stacks, a podcast presented by the Athens-Limestone County Public Library. Each episode brings you into the library to meet our collection of people making an impact on the community of Athens and Limestone County, Alabama. So I'm Jennifer Baxter. I'm the library director for Athens-Limestone County Public Library, and I'm sitting here with John Kabach. And tell me who you are. Well, um, my name is Dr. John Kavach, and I'm the executive director of the Singing River Trail. And before that, I was actually a history professor at UIH. My specialty is Southern history, Civil War, Reconstruction, and historic preservation. And I was turning 50 last year in the middle of a pandemic. And I had taught for 24 years and just decided, I think I'm done. And luckily fell right into my my dream job, which is the Singing River Trail. And so um, for me, kind of a background in history and how to use it to create community, to create opportunity. Uh, when I became executive director, I told the crowd I had spent 50 years training for this moment. And mm-hmm. I feel very confident about that. I had worked with the National Park Service for five years along a long trail in Maryland. I had been a history professor. I've done a lot of business development. And if you ask me the intangibles, the biggest one is I've always been a dot connector. Mm -hmm. I've always been someone who can find um, ways of connecting people and ideas. And just all of a sudden, someone offered to pay me to do all these (laughs) things I love. So I guess that's that's kind of how I got to where I was. Cool. That is interesting that you mentioned all those um, extraneous pieces like business development and all the the little things that came together because um, I've spent a little time in economic development, so I understand exactly why that component is really important in terms of creating something like the Singing River Trail. So um, start at the beginning. And I think, you know, we're all in my library. We've heard the Singing River Trail so many times. But can you give us kind of an overview of what to expect? Well, and that's the part that excites me most is because a lot of people don't know exactly what it's all about. The Singing River Trail really came from an idea back in 2014, and that was connecting Calhoun Community College in Huntsville to the one indicator. Joe Campbell uh, came up with this idea, and, you know, it sounds kind of like, yeah, right, you know, a 40-mile trail or whatever the mileage would be. But enough people said, I like this idea to grow it out, and suddenly there were legs to it, and a group called Launch 2035 decided, why don't we go ahead and pursue the idea, just where would it go, what would it do? And after some initial talks, what they found was there was a lot of appetite to do something that would create regional connectivity. Mm-hmm. And so um, Launch 2035, with a group of volunteers, raised $200,000 to do a master plan that would create a trail system that would go from Huntsville to uh, Madison to Decatur to Athens. And so that was created in order to have the kind of the bones you would need, the mapping you would need to say, this is where the, the trail is going to go. Mm-hmm. They released that master plan July of 2019. Um, and at the unveiling of the master plan, they said out loud that we want to have an executive director in charge waking up every day to work on the Singer Trail by July 2020. And July 23rd of 2020, uh, I was announced the first executive director at Singing River Trail. That's very exciting. And so I was given a master plan uh, and was told to go. Mm-hmm. And after three months, um, I had almost 300 meetings in the first three months. Wow. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And so after about three months on the job, what I started realizing is, is when the mayor of Scottsboro and the mayor of Bridgeport and the mayor of Gunnersville 
and the mayor of Cortland and the, the mayors of the Shoals and tourism people kept saying to me, we wish you were longer. Um, you know, for me, it was just a matter of listening. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is why not? Yeah. Let's go for it. And in fact, there was a moment in time where I met with Mayor Tommy Battle and Tommy told me, dream big, make this happen. And so unilaterally, I just decided, why don't we do this the right way? Let's go from Bridgeport, Alabama, which is in Jackson County and only about 20 miles from Chattanooga. And let's take it to the Shoals, um, which is only 17 miles from the Natchez Trace. And if you're a big dreamer, what you really think is, is that means if we can build the Singing River Trail and we can connect it to Chattanooga and then go west and tie it to the Natchez Trace, you will be able to ride a bike from Chattanooga down to Natchez, Mississippi. Oh, that's cool. And so, yeah, it's a long ways away, and there's a lot of vision, and there's a lot of dreaming, but what I'd say to you is it has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. The Appalachian Trail was a dream and a thought that became a reality. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, I decided instead of being a 70-mile, three-county project, we're going to be an eight-county, 212-mile project. And I have never looked back since then. Um, in an era of people that say this is the worst America has ever been and they're judging people on which TV station you watch. They're judging you on if you have a vaccine or not or a mask on or not and these kinds of things. What I can tell you, the good news is, is that more than not, every day I meet with a group of people in another community somewhere along the Singing River Trail where they want to work together, they want to collaborate, they don't care what political party, they don't care what color, they don't care what gender, they don't care any of these things. And so... For me, it's almost like an elixir to, um, I think nationally, we're, we're finding ways to be different. And what I love about the Singing River Trail, it has been a year of a reminder that we work so well together and we're going to make this happen. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I, I'm a nature person. I love being outside. Um, I just went camping in the Smokies by myself and I climbed Mount Lacan. I'm always, there's like so much going on around here. I love it. So a 212-mile trail that connects that you can utilize to just travel and be outside is right up my alley. Yeah. And this is the part that excites me because there's so many elements to a simple trail system. So when most people hear you're building a trail, they think, oh, I can hike or I can bike on 212 miles of trail in Alabama. Absolutely the truth. But when you just say it's going to be a trail, what you're really doing is not seeing the true value of so when you say health and wellness for a community or for a region, it's not just physical, but it's also emotional, mental, and spiritual health and wellness. Absolutely. And if you don't believe me, go out and float around on the Tennessee River and tell me you don't feel better. Yeah. Uh, go hike <laughs> up Montesano and tell me you don't feel, you know, maybe after a year of pandemics and mm-hmm. other things, you don't feel a little more free. Absolutely. Okay. So you take health and wellness, you add a little bit of economic, a lot of economic development. That's what I probably do most mm-hmm. uh, is economic development. Mm-hmm. And then you add tourism, you add the idea of education. Um, how can we tell people to save the planet if they don't know the difference between an oak tree and a pine tree? Mm-hmm. And that actually, that quote comes from Athens native Chris Pasinger, mm-hmm. um, who is one of our partners with Renaissance School, is how do we get those kids outside and work on real projects, not just projects for a grade that just dies in the classroom, but the Renaissance School in Athens is going to become part of what we're doing and, and engaging those kids And then you add something called active transportation, which means, and for most people, alternative transportation, is that so for you and me, it might be, okay, let's go out and ride our bikes on the Singing River Trail. It's a fun day. Let's go get a, you know, drink afterward. There are people in our communities who do not have vehicles in their family, in their household. And so active transportation means that suddenly if we go through a place like Tanner and Mazatoyeta is down the street 
and you're one of those 13% of people who live in Tanner who do not have a vehicle, you have a way to get to work. Mm -hmm. So we are also a human highway. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great equalizer. In a country dominated by vehicles, it allows people um, equity, it allows people opportunity. And to me, I always think about we're a ribbon of green that binds North Alabama together, but we're also a ribbon of commerce. Um, We're not a charity. Mm -hmm. We're a competitive nonprofit in a competitive world. Mm -hmm. So when I go out and speak, I don't speak as like, oh, please give us money. I'm telling you I can change how your town, your city, or your county uh, interacts with nature, with other communities, with the region, and nationally. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. As someone who definitely travels hours in a car just to access some sort of trail it's my personal goal you know it's on my list i want to go there i want to i want to keep you home yeah yeah i want you to spend money here absolutely i want you to go to lawrence county and be like oh my gosh how come you've never told me there's this place called redland cotton that sells these amazing sheets and how did you find out while i was riding on the singing river trail and saw it yeah i love that and so just give an example you know you all have ug white Mm-hmm. All right. So you all have this landmark business that's been around since 1917. Mm-hmm. What I can't wait for is the day that someone from Jackson County rides their bike up into the square of Athens and goes, oh, my gosh, you can't believe this little cute general store. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, what I can't wait for is you in Athens, someday you ride up to Jackson County and you go up to Payne's, which is a soda fountain restaurant that's been there since 1869. And you go, oh, my gosh, I just had the best milkshake in all <laughs> of Alabama. And it's that cross-cultural interaction yeah. that I think excites me most is, is that you're taking people out of their place and you're allowing them to visit other places, mm-hmm. but we're keeping the tax revenue. We're keeping the money. We're supporting each other. Yeah. And I think, too, um, I am a millennial and that they've shown that millennials, the research shows that we're much more experiential. Like, I want to go and do an experience. Yes. And there's one caveat to that. You want an authentic experience. That's right. You don't want to ride through Disneyland, Alabama. You want to ride through Cortland, Alabama, and you want to see warts and all. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so what you're describing sounds like very big. Yeah. Okay. So where are you now, and what's your first few steps? So right now, um, a lot of it's planning. A lot. This is like the least sexy part of this, is getting engineers on the ground, landscape architects on the ground, getting people who know what they're doing with greenway systems, we need maps, we need trail routes, we need documents, we need permitting, we need construction documents, we need all these things to understand how much does it cost, where it's going to go. And so right now I have six engineering firms out in the field doing nine different projects. Um, we're about to start three more. And as of yesterday, Madison County Commission voted us $250,000 um, from their budget wow. to begin the process of studying where do we want the trail and paying for those documents. What we're doing is we're funding the master plan from Jackson County to Madison County and then from Decatur to the Shoals. And so, yeah, it's a big project. Um, Every day is a new thing, uh, a new place. I spent a lot of time in um, right now Jackson County and Lawrence County, Mm -hmm. um, probably our two most economically distressed counties. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I love about this is we're there because we want to be there. And to be able to go to a Cortland and meet with Mayor Linda Peebles or with Representative uh, Pronsi Robertson and express a vision for what we see we can do for Lawrence County. And to have people like that just say, I'm ready. What do I have to do? Where are we going with this? This is the future. It just makes you feel really good because you're saying something out loud that someone else has to buy into. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of this is based on trust. Mm -hmm. You trust that I can do this. 
And I'll, I'll even go back a step further that might even tie into something that you're passionate about is I've always thought that my lack of fear, my lack of fear with a project this size, my confidence level came from the fact that my mom and dad um, believed in me. And, and I'll tell you, this is where it links back to you, is where I grew up on Saturdays, my mom would take me to the public library and I would walk out with a stack of books so high that you couldn't see me behind it. And there was no real expectations about like, what do you have? Like dream big. And so one day it may be books about the civil war. Next might be woodcraft and all that. You know, it was just a variety of things. Mm -hmm. But I spent my youth literally walking out of the library every Saturday, so excited to get home and spread the books out and just begin to dream. And I think maybe my lack of fear in life comes from the ability to say that my world vision isn't small. And my world vision isn't small because I've always believed in books. Mm -hmm. I've always believed in education, opportunity. You can't take it away. That's right. I've said that so many times. Education is literally one of the only things you can buy and invest in yourself and you'll never lose it. Ever. You have and it I tell forever. this to people. Okay. I always remind people, remember, you hired a historian to build the Singing River Trail. You mm -hmm. hired a person who believes in people. That's awesome. And that's, I think when I look around in each of my cities, 27 towns and cities on the trail, is each of them mean something to me personally and professionally because I value who they are, mm -hmm. not to make them what I am. Mm -hmm. I want Cortland to remain Cortland. I want Athens to remain Athens. And I want Scottsboro to be Scottsboro. But I want them to see that when you tie all of them together, they all get better. They mm -hmm. all become something that they couldn't be by themselves. Yeah, I think the same thing of organizations. Mm -hmm. I think of everything in analogies, and I think of everything as super related because when I'm analyzing the organization and looking at the cogs and the pieces that aren't working, and ultimately I'm a people person too, and I always say, like, people, it's your biggest investment. So for me, if you understand people and you understand that people are what drives everything, then you can actually do anything. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. And that's yeah. the thing. Probably my greatest part of my job is travel every day and meet with people. Yeah. And so as I'm, and I'm a seething extrovert. I get stronger when I'm with people. But I think to your point is the, the value of being able to say, Mayor Jim McCammy of Scottsboro, um, Mayor Steve Stanley in, in Sheffield, you two don't know each other. You have separate issues, but you have so many commonalities. I'd love to bring you two together and say, look what you were doing in between where you both are and look what how much you mean to the overall project. Just to facilitate those human connections mm -hmm. is a very satisfying um, yeah. thing for me. So. I love that too. You never know what's going to happen when you put certain people in the room together. You see these commonalities and these similarities. You put them together and then you walk away, you know, and then whatever they develop amongst themselves. Yeah. That's and, the connector you were talking and about. And part of it too is, listen, I think, again, going back to hiring a historian to build a trail, I don't come preset with a bunch of why can't we. Like, I, if I was an engineer or a construction guy, all I'm looking for is the reasons we can't do something. I don't care about the things we can't do. I care about the things we can do. Yeah. And, and so, if we can't do it, how can we do yes. it? Yes. And so I think I've usurped a lot of our, like, probably roadblocks without even knowing I was doing it because I don't have the knowledge to know what I just blew by. Yeah. <laughs> so ignorance is bliss. By yeah. Way. Yeah. I do that too. Okay. So going back to this trail, when do you foresee it being completed? So that's a great question in phases. So okay. lowest hanging fruit, we're actually in the ground zero, Athens, uh, Limestone County, mm -hmm. 
you have a 13 mile Richard Martin trail mm-hmm. uh, with a couple miles separating that from Swan Creek Greenway. I love that one. I'm on it every morning. So right now uh, we've high. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. By the way, <laughs> this is the this is where you begin to gain your support. So you go to the city of Athens. You go to Athens State University. You go to Limestone County Commission. You ask for money. They say, yes, we're beginning the process of building a trail system, trail route that will connect Richard Martin's trail to Swan Creek. Oh, cool. And so you'll be able to go from downtown Athens to the state line. Mm-hmm. Now imagine it running through the new park at Pilgrim's Pride mm-hmm. and imagine it going through Athens State University, dumping right into downtown. And here's the part that really excites me is once we do that, Imagine being able to have the Fiddler's Convention and being able to have stages all along the Singer Trail between downtown and ASU. And, you know, what you're beginning to see is that connectivity. Mm-hmm. Well, all it takes is for someone, and I'll give you an example. In Cortland, there's a little tiny building where someone bought the building, put a big poster up of an ice cream shop, and everyone in Cortland thought, oh, my gosh, we're getting an ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. They're not. Oh. The owner just got a poster that looked like an ice cream shop. We went there and pitched the Singing River Trail last month and had a meeting with the city council and some other elected officials and some private officials or people. And the day after our meeting, the mayor called me and said, you're not going to believe this. But the person who put the poster up of the ice cream shop called and said, if that trail is coming here, I'm putting the ice cream shop in. Oh, wow. And so those are the kind of opportunities. We're mm-hmm. trying to find individuals. We're trying to let them see that you can find yourself on the Singer River Trail. And I mean that in kind of dual ways. I want you to find yourself yeah. on it and use it, but I want you to go out and find yourself. Yeah. Become part of the solution. Become part of the we. Um, become part of the positive. Mm-hmm. You know, also from 72 down to Calhoun, we're looking at a trail route possibility. Gotcha. Um, we're doing a lot of work around the airport. We're about to start a project um, that will connect the airport down along the water and then pop up at Mooresville. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just starting another project in Decatur, Scottsboro, Cortland. So we have a lot of things going. So the, yeah. short, the, the short answer is, is that we're going to have sections of this trail on the ground within the year. It's being A lot of it's being planned out. It's not cheap. It's not fast. Mm-hmm. Getting those within three to five years and then having this complete, I'd say, in 15 years. That's awesome. I love that you're just, you know it right off the top. You've got it. Yeah. Well, in the part, okay, here's the exciting part is the economic modeling that we have done shows that once the Single River Trail is complete from Bridgeport to the Shoals, it will generate about $40 million a year in economic activity. Um, Sounds good. And that's not even including health and wellness, people using less doctors, less insurance. Mm-hmm. That doesn't include the savings of, of cars not waiting in backups. That's just people spending money because they want to come here. Yeah. So um, in my previous life, I was in this master leaders course and we would go to, we would fly to these places and learn about stuff. And um, we went to Nashville. So we stayed there for about five days and got to speak to their chamber representatives and, and their elected officials. The class before me studied the Atlanta Beltway. Mm. So I got some secondhand knowledge from that. But do you foresee kind of the same idea happening here? So, in fact, I got to meet uh, a friend of mine who's also the city planner for Huntsville, Dennis Matson. He and I, um, we did a closing retreat for Leadership Huntsville, mm-hmm. and Dennis got us in front of the people who designed the Atlanta Beltline. And so it was so neat to hear the story of they took the worst parts of the city and made it the best parts of the city. And so, yeah, that's one thing we hope we can do is take the connectivity part of this and infuse like, you know, I don't want to be in this area because it doesn't feel safe or whatever is suddenly give it new life by saying you have a trail coming through this. And suddenly 
people want to begin to use it. Well, I'd love to have an ice cream shop. I'd love to have a brewery. I would love to have a restaurant. I love to have destinations. Yeah. Um, there's someone out there who has a truck and a trailer who could simply say, I will ferry bikes back and forth for a cost. Yeah. It's not, I, I tell people, we're not trying to get to Mars. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get to Madison, <laughs> right? We're trying to get to Cortland. We're trying to get to Scottsboro. We're trying to get to Sheffield. We're trying, this isn't hard. Yeah. I'm not doing brain surgery or trying to get to Mars. I'm just trying to connect Alabama, make it a better place. And, you know, I'm not from here. I moved here 13 years ago. Um, but I always tell people I got here as quickly as I could. Mm-hmm. And I live here by choice. Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere. And it's I want to be here. Place. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, you know, there's just such a buzz. There's a buzz in the air. And with you adding this component at the same time that this buzz is happening, and it's very promising. Yeah, you know? it, it is. And, and part of it is our elected officials. I know politics gets a kind of a bad rap right now in our politicians. Um, and I, I don't want to name names necessarily because I'll forget names, mm-hmm. but we have state legislators, we have state senators, we have mayors who are true servant leaders. And I just want to make sure people understand that, is that true servant leadership means that sometimes you have to do hard things and sometimes you get to do easy things. And so mm-hmm. it's easy to cut a ribbon and give a big check. It's not as easy to say yes to something that might feel risky and our state legislators and our and our mayors have just been fantastic. Well, that's um, wonderful to and, hear. And Athens, you know, I think with Athens, um, I'll say this as a historian now, mm-hmm. is you're in a weird spot because you're a small little town that's growing so quickly. You're in a weird zone of you're trying to maintain who you are while going to the next step, the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think you have some growing pains that come from kind of pressure yeah um but the thing is i would say is you have so much going for you in athens and limestone county i would agree with that 100 percent. well is there anything you want to add to this discussion about your trail i would say yeah actually there is one thing is that part of this trail is also about bringing us back to nature um outdoor recreation outdoor hospitality outdoor learning um, you know, I think if you and I three years ago before the pandemic would want to go out for dinner, if it wasn't between 72 and 76 degrees, we're not eating outside. Yeah. And now people are like, I don't care. I'll yeah. put a jacket on. I'll fan myself. And so I think one of the positives of the pandemic has been people have re-engaged and found themselves outdoors. And I don't think it's just a thing. It's a fad. I think people lost their touch mm-hmm. with Mother Nature. And this might be throw in me coming out, but I think for a lot of people, they're beginning to find that I need trees, I need blue skies, I need water. And, and so, you know, what I'd say in Athens, especially, is you don't have mountains like Jackson County. Um, you know, the Tennessee River isn't in your backyard like mm-hmm. in Decatur. So the Singing River Trail in some ways becomes your natural resource. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, absolutely. And so I, what I hope that we can become is someone has a river and someone has a mountain and Athens has the St. River Trail. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. And I'm, I'm glad to learn some about the St. River Trail. And I look forward to the pieces and the parts. And I'm glad we're ground zero because I'm here and I, I want this trail. The, you're moving as fast as anyone along <laughs> 200 miles. That's awesome. Well, thank you for everything. I really appreciate yeah. it. Good to have you. Thanks. Thanks. You've been listening to Between the Stacks, a podcast from the Athens-Limestone County Public Library. To hear other recordings from our Library Voices podcast series, check out our website at alcpl.org. 
Library Voices is also now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 